Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back for another video. So we've talked about the watch list in past videos, all the best players that I'm interested in who could make my Gamic 1 team. There's literally hundreds of players in FPL to choose from, but it's actually a much smaller pool that are of real interest to me. So this is the watch list, broken down nice and simple by position and price bracket. The players currently in my team will also be outlined in green. I've made a couple of changes to my team, but it's not worth a new video right now. As we head into the pre-season, I highly recommend becoming a Fantasy Football Scout member. I've been a member for the last six seasons, and you can join for only a month just to try it out. There's some essential tools there, like the player comparison, where you can pick any two or three players and break down their data. Or there's the data tables, which lays it all out in sortable columns, and you can customise it. There's so many other useful tools as well. Click the link in the description to try it out. It supports the channel as well. Thanks to everyone that has become a member already. So let's jump in, and the only segment that's actually empty is the premium goalkeepers, neither Allison nor Edison attempting picks for me. Every season the 4.5 mil keepers outscore them for points per mil. Anana for 5 mil is in my current team, Ten Hag has the keeper he wants, and despite that last season De Gea still finished with the golden glove. I wonder if he'll be a bonus points machine among keepers given the amount of passing he does. Players are awarded 6 BPS if they finish a match with 90% plus pass completion, which should be the case more often than not for a Nana. Anyway, a few more goalkeepers. Flecken and Pickford are the two 4.5 mils on my watch list. Flecken didn't have the best match last preseason friendly, however it's a great price point given Ryan was Brentford's number one last season and he did finish the top among all goalkeepers. Everton have good opening fixtures, starting with Fulham at home, and it looks like they could be without Mitrovic as well, which should weaken them in attack. We've seen the likes of Heaton and Pope be 4.5 mil gems under Dyche at Burnley. Maybe we'll see the same for Pickford. I'm looking for a 4 mil backup keeper and there's a few on the watch list. Kelleher, Bentley and Ariola. So firstly Kelleher, who has been rumoured of a move away this transfer window, potentially to Wolves. It could depend on whether Saar leaves or not. So if Saar does leave, then Bentley could also get a run as their number one. And to quote him in a recent interview, he said, It's up to me to prove I'm worthy of being number one. And obviously it's Ariola who's the popular formula keeper at the moment. Jury's out on him. He did start West Ham's last preseason game, and he's my backup as it stands. Trent picked up an assist in Liverpool's 4-4 draw with Firth. 
He's not in my team at the moment, but I do recommend watching my latest draft video discussing that one in more detail. He could still find his way back in come gimmick 1, but there's so much you can do with the money if you go without him. Interestingly, the last two preseason games, he actually played in defensive mid rather than his inverted role, which on paper could be detrimental. That probably won't continue anyway, to be honest. He's probably filling in due to no Henderson or no Fabinho. Trippier has found his way into my team as it stands. If you caught the video on the optimal FPL team, it had a lot of food for thought in that one. If you own Trippier and Chilwell, then Trippier is benchable in Gamic 2 and 3, and then in Gamic 4 and 5, when Brighton's fixtures turn, then Estepinian's benchable for Trippier. It works really well on paper. My initial thoughts were that it's a waste of money to bench Trippier for two weeks, but the optimal team simply calculates the most possible projected points. I've not seen a trip in any teams actually, but I've got no problem going against the masses when it looks like a good decision. So onto the mid-price defenders, and Chilwell's been playing very advanced in pre-season. In the Brighton match, he almost had two one-on-one -on -one situations, and he does suit Pochettino's system very well. It's clear that this is going to be a trend throughout the season, so he's in my team, given those opening fixtures for Chelsea. With Anana in the team, Shaw has dropped out, but he's still on the watch list. In terms of points per mil, I do believe that Anana outscores Shaw over the season, hence the switch. Gabriel for 5 mil is my choice of the Arsenal defenders. Timber is capable of playing the inverted role that Zinchenko played, so perhaps that could be detrimental to Zinchenko, as it could mean that Tierney gets more minutes as a more defensively solid player, and then instead they invert on the opposite side. Saliba probably about as good as Gabriel as an FPL asset, those are my two favourites. Porro and Estepinian, the last two mid-priced defenders. Porro very attacking and he should end the season with a bunch of returns. My concern is that Spurs could be weak defensively. They've been lining up with two very attacking full-backs in pre-season and they do look vulnerable in the few games they've played. Perhaps they sign a defender or two, but I'd like to see more before I consider him. I'm interested to see what happens in Villa's defence as well. Pau Torres, 4.5 mil and Villa have made some excellent signings elsewhere. The question is, does he lock down centre-back or does he rotate with Mings? Tarkovsky on the watch list as well for the same reasons as Pickford. And then Indogi, who is 0.5 more cheaper than Poro and also very attacking. He's got Regan on for competition, but there's a fair chance he could become a starter, which would make him a great price. And then we've got the formal defenders, Bayer and Bulldog, my favourites here. Burnley and Luton do blank in Gamic 2 though, so be careful with your benches. For example, if you've got Bayer and Bell, then you're down at least two players, so just make sure you've got some depth there. This week, Luton also signed Kabore, who comes in at 4 mil as well, and he is expected to be a starter and right wing back, so we have yet another 4 mil option. Him and Bell look equally good to be honest, nothing separating them. I've seen some teams running with James and Gusto, which is an interesting one. It could work if James gets his usual injury, in which case 4 mil Gusto comes in. He impressed in the Brighton match as well, gave Mitoma a hard time down that flank. So moving on to the midfielders, and Salah's another one who's not in my current team. I actually haven't gone into Gemic 1 without him since the day he signed for Liverpool, so it's a scary prospect. Liverpool have been firing in pre-season as well, albeit against easier opponents. They've all been chipping in with returns, so going completely without Liverpool is a scary prospect, especially in Gemic 2, home to Bournemouth. Son and Rashford are sub-premiums really, but we'll chuck them in here, as there's lots of mid-priced ones to discuss in a sec. I can't see Sun making his way in as it stands, but if he has a very good pre-season, it will be a decision between going double Man United or dropping one of them for Sun. His lowest price in years, and he's only had one bad season, and let's not forget the two seasons before last, he scored 258 and 228 points, plus referring back to the point about Postacoglu being an attack-minded coach. 
If Kane does leave, which is strongly rumoured, and it does leave Sun a bit up in the air, it could go either way. Sun could become a primary source of goals and have a 20 plus goal season again, or they could massively struggle without Kane's threat and creativity. After all, Kane and Sun did set a record for the amount of times they linked up a couple of seasons back. Right now it's Rashford who's in. He feels like a safer bet than Sun for the same price. Off the back of a great season, good fixtures and Man United are a better side. Rashford's 15.3 xG last season can only be beaten by Salah's 21 xG. So this season we're completely spoiled for choice in midfield but let's go through these. Fernandes was on the score sheet against Arsenal the 2-0 win. Probably an 11 pointer in FPL right there. I really like the midfield double up with Rashford and that's how I've been lined up since the day FPL launched for this season. I also really like the double up of Arsenal mids, as it stands I've got Saka and Martinelli. I do expect Martinelli should be first choice heading into the season, with a chance of Trossard coming on for him, but the same can be said for Erdegaard, he could be replaced by Havertz in the games they don't both start him. Last season they all did similarly, but Martinelli was actually slightly ahead for minutes per expected goal involvement, data from my scouts tables in the members area here, and link below to check them out for all players. So for 0.5 mil less, I'm leaning towards Martinelli over Erdegaard. A notch below we've got the likes of Foden, Sterling and Bowen. The problem I've got with the double Arsenal and double Man United is the lack of Man City with only Haaland in the team and no Liverpool. With Mahrez gone it does feel like Foden has never been such a good pick for Game 1. Perhaps he plays the most minutes of any season yet this campaign. Man City do have two tougher pre-season matches up next against Bayern and Atletico Madrid so let's see what happens in those. Sterling was in the optimal team video. I do get the feeling there's going to be a lot of value in Chelsea assets. Sterling, Jackson and Kunku, Chilwell, James even, they could all be great value picks. I still wonder if Sterling is even nailed though, given the depth and the likes of Mudrick and Madueke. Bowen had to be included given his pre-season form. Three goals and three assists in three games and he's got Bournemouth in game one. Madison was an excellent FPL asset over the years at Leicester, so in theory he should be even better at a better side, but that's not always how it works out. If he can roll back to 21-22, where he finished with 181 points, it would be great value for 7.5 mil. Lastly, the two template mids in Bumo and Matoma, 24% and 37% owned respectively. Again, referring to the point on Tottenham's defence, the Gamic 1 fixture home against them is a very reasonable one for Mbumo. So they have four great opening fixtures, Fulham and Gamic 2, and then they've got two home games against Palace and Bournemouth. Seven goals, nine assists and 24 starts for Matoma last season. I do think you need a Brighton attacker for those opening three, especially Luton at home Gamic 1. Expecting a comfortable win for Brighton in that one. I do prefer Matoma to March as it stands. Onto the budget mids then, and continuing the Brighton talk, and CISO for 5.5 mil, definitely someone that could make his way into my team if he is getting consistent starts in pre-season. And CISO had an expected goal involvement every 158 minutes last season, Matoma 178. A few 4.5 mil mids on the watch list here, Ahamada, who has a goal and two assists from their first two matches, could be a hidden gem, but too early to say. Nakamba's the more boring but reliable pick. After signing for Luton, he'll get the most minutes of all the 4.5mm mids in all likelihood. And then Ndombele, who remains to be seen. After a loan last season, he is back with the squad and he could become a regular starter. So let's move on to the forwards then. Gonna skip Haaland completely and look at the mid-price forwards. Jesus first. He is the fixtures pick over Watkins. I do expect over the season Watkins actually finishes on more points, but Arsenal start the season with better games. Watkins could even be on penalties after taking one in the last match they played. 
And Kunku has started well at Chelsea with a goal in each of their pre-season games played so far. It was a scrappy one against Brighton but an instinctive finish, sitting at just under 20% ownership as it stands and very tempted. One goal, one assist in Man City's first pre-season game for Alvarez in just 45 minutes, somewhat overlooked option in my opinion. With Gundogan and Mahrez gone, he and Foden could benefit. Last season only Haaland and Kane had more points per start than Alvarez is 6.2. He'll be hard to resist if we get a game week one leak that he's in the start in 11. As it stands I've got no mid-price forwards in my team which could be a weakness in terms of price points. Visser has joined my team to fit Trippier in as well. Visser actually played as a striker in Brentford's last match which we did predict and he scored against Fulham after 17 minutes. 6 mil will be an amazing price tag if he is the one that plays as first choice striker in Tony's absence. As a reminder, the first half of the season Tony's out. And the final player on the watch list is Mubama, who's been quietly having an amazing pre-season for West Ham. He's scored in each of their last three games and he's only 4.5 mil. They do have depth in the striker position, though that could reduce as Antonio and Skamaka are both being linked with other clubs. He's only 18 still, but he's my favourite of the 4.5 mils. Seems to be in Moyes' plans as well, given his involvement in all games. Thanks for watching the video. If you'd like a copy of this graphic, I've pinned it in the comments below. I read all your comments, so do leave one below and hit like if this was useful and make sure you subscribe. This week we have a big pre-season update coming, which you don't want to miss. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.